Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! annoying all right this is asinine radio this is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review then we get into our vinyl uh the vinyl stuff stuff we listened to stuff we picked up and uh then we round it out with some new music and other happenings in the music world my name is tyler and way out there hundreds of miles away is jeff uh while you're listening go to apple Podcasts, go to spotify give us five stars and five stars only uh, all the social media is at Asinine Radio, and we have a uh, phone number. If you want to call us, leave us a voicemail, shoot us a text. That phone number is 503-893-5307, so get into that. And we have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know, and we'll send you the link. So now that we're done with the boring intros, let's get right into our Fearless Beer Review. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. I, I, I haven't gone to the, the store in a while, and I, I didn't realize how much... A little beer we had until until uh, today, actually. So I, I'm drinking a, an oldie but goodie. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. What do you got? I'm I got a Piranha. I got a Piranha Pale Ale. Oh, okay. No PPA from BJ's. Yep, Piranha Pale Ale, five point seven percent. And I even got my Piranha Pale Ale glass, my PPAG. So I'm ready to go. You know. <laughs> ready to go. Here's the funny ready thing. Ready to go. Yes. Here's the, what's funny, the funny thing. thing? What's funny? Last I don't time, know what's funny. Last mm-hmm. time I went to BJ's. We were we went to the one in Mesa and I ordered the Prana, the Prana Pale, the PPA. So let me get a PPA. So she brought me um, what I think is a Jeremiah, or what I think somebody tapped like a PPA line onto the Jeremiah Red because it's uh. it was a little bit like like pale ale-y, but it's still this like this was a Jeremiah. And then I told her I said this is not this is not this is not PPA. And and she said yeah well it is. I'm like okay well I'll drink this one it's fine. But like the next one. Like I, I'm gonna get another piranha, and as she pours it, the bartender, I'm just gonna watch her pour it, make sure she's doing it right. So I sound like an asshole, clearly, right? And, <laughs> and she's like, okay. And so like I see her pour it from the from the PPA tap, and sure shit, like it's fucking the same thing. Jeremiah, like, this is not this is not piranha. I fucking know it isn't. It's like the only beer that I drink here. I know what it tastes like. So let me get a little a little sixer of it like, a couple days later, and I even told Slum, I said, here's Slum, like here's 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 what a piranha should taste like fucking vastly different clearly clearly yeah I it was is a right very different they were wrong. but i also wouldn't take sloan's judgment for anything like it's sloan thinks everything is good everything kind of tastes the same so, so freaking good yeah everything is so freaking good for him but no it, it is a very different taste than the two beers they're both good though the jeremiah red's a solid beer for sure but when i go to bj's i, I essentially i essentially do like a sandwich if I, like the, my first three beers are are always two that two out of three is gonna be the same. I start with the prana always. I always start with the prana. Love it. It goes super well with what I order there. And my second beer is usually a Jeremiah, or I'll get like a seasonal if they have like a good seasonal. By mm-hmm. that time, the food's like the pizza's almost out. The appetizer's already out, but the pizza's almost out. So my third beer is always a prana, and then after that, it's just whatever the fuck I want to drink. <laughs> well, you really have a system down. I do. <laughs> Oh, I love I, BJ's, I, man. I've see, been I there in a too, while. Man. It's so good. It's so fucking good. It is like the best 
would you consider it like a fast food restaurant, like a Chili's? It's, yeah, it's, it's like, better, oh yeah, right? definitely. It's like a Chili's. Oh, it's better than Chili's, yeah. But it's, but it's also like, a very different kind of food. It's not as like chain-y as Chili's is or, or Red Robin. True. There's not yeah, really there as many of them. Yeah, that's that's very true. So quality control is still, still, still overly there. It's a great chain restaurant. They have good pizza. They have good chili. Uh, the sourdough chili bowl, delicious. The chili cheese fries, if you can convince them to make it, delicious. Very, very oh. good stuff. Wait. Oh, boy. What? Uh, they don't. How many times do you order the chili cheese fries where they they they, they, well, they look at you and be like, oh, what is that? It's been a while, but the last couple times they 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 refused to make it, and then what? I they might have actually stopped. Oh, you know what it was? They stopped serving the the wedge cut fries. Yeah, because that's how they used to serve it. Fries now. Yeah, so that's what, so so we that's why we stopped that. Now that I think about it, that's why we stopped ordering it. Because one, they refused to make it, and two, they don't have the wedge cut fries anymore. So. I still get it. I, chili cheese fries, no sour cream, baby, every time. Oh man, those are so good. Fucking delicious. <clears throat> yeah. Great stuff. All right. So you have uh, the Piranha Pale Ales. I have uh, I have a collaboration beer. Uh, this collaboration beer is called BFF India Pale Ale. It's uh, it's a collaboration between Pizza Port Brewing uh, down in uh, Southern Orange County, San Diego, and then Stone Brewery, also in San Diego. So uh, it's a, I th- they've done a couple collaborations. I've never had this particular IPA. Uh, it says Beer Friends Forever. It's a, what is it, 6.5% um, beer, and it smells good. It smells like a good IPA. It pours out nice and golden, a dark a dark gold, but um, yeah, it looks good. It smells good. So we uh, we're, we ready to start drinking? Yeah, I'm poured. I'm all poured up. Okay, here we go. go. All right, that's good. That's good. So what do you, um, how do you feel about your Piranha Pale Ale and... Uh, your rating for it uh, based off of our world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect beer. Two is a good beer. You're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot and zero is a drain pour. What do you got? Go. This is, this is delicious. It's, it's such a good, <clears throat> good beer. It's the artwork is cool. I, I like all of the BJ's artwork too for their beers. Just throwing it out there. Even if I don't yeah. like the beer itself, I think they have really, really cool artwork. This piranha artwork I think is fucking dope because it's a piranha, right? It's underwater, and it's it's kind of like surrounded by this underwater foliage, but it's it's little hot plants. Like that's cool. Foliage. That's kind of cool, right? It's, it's cute. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. It's swimming around little hot plants underwaters. So so I like that. I think it's a fantastic beer. I think it's it's just the right amount of of bitter that I want, but it's not it's not overly syrupy um, like Mirror Pond is. So shut up! It is not. Mirapon is just is not that good anymore. I'm just telling you. Ugh. Like nostalgia's through the roof. I'll give you that. Absolutely, 100. percent But it's not that great of a beer anymore. Deschutes Duchetti's makes vastly better beers than Mirapon. But this you is just uh, say dumber thing, dumber things as we get older. I'm just saying dumber and dumber. Cosmos things. sees them. That's it. That's all I can do. This is a this is a perfect beer though. This is this is a this is a perfect wow. beer. Wow. This is this is this is beautiful. This is delicious. As Mike would say, there's no such thing as a perfect beer. Yeah, I was, um, you know, I was looking at like Discog grading online, and and there's a there's like a system they use, right? Like mint and the near mint and the good and VG and all this other stuff. And if you look yeah. at the the description for mint, it says this is like the best grading you could possibly give a record, and it should be used sparingly, if ever. 
and I was thinking <laughs> in my mind, I was like, then why the fuck would you even have a grating if you're just never supposed to use it? If That's nothing, true too. If, if nothing is mint, then nothing is also not mint. Like, if there's no... That's stupid. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I agree. It's I dumb. agree with you. <laughs> then take it off the fucking ratings if, if nothing can be it or just Whatever. just you know describe it as something else yeah so that's dumb but this <laughs> is perfect this is mint this beer is mint right now <laughs> it's mint okay did Raul leave a, a, a review for it he did not he did not I'm surprised I mean I he's know. local why, why, why wouldn't he I, I thought that's for strange. sure I thought for sure he would um, he would have done it. remember our tour BJ's we did from the pod a while back oh yeah that was that was when you were still living here and that was that was tough. Yeah. With different BJ's beer every week for we did it was like two months. Yeah. There was some I, shit beer that we drank. We didn't realize they had so many fucking beers. I know. <laughs> but <laughs> we stuck get, to like, it. Three or four. No, you're right. And then some <laughs> of them they wouldn't give it. some of them they wouldn't they didn't have at least out here they didn't have in bottles or cans. So I had to get a a growler. And like for the stouts, they're like, I, I don't uh, think we do stouts and growlers. I'm like, dude, just fucking give it to me. Like, do you want my money or not? And they did, but. I had the same issue, but now that I think about it, yeah, you weren't living here because yeah, we were, we were having to, you know, coordinate it, and it was kind of difficult at times. But no, they they did the same thing to me with the uh, Tonka Stout. They wouldn't yeah. give it to me in a growler, and I had to, I had to, I didn't talk to the well. The manager came over, and I was just chatting with him, and he's like, "Yeah, just, we'll just do it this one time." But you got to drink it like within two days. Like, okay, dude, I only drink like a pint of it, and I threw it out. That's what they told me, too. They're like, it was going to go bad. I'm like, dude, I'm drinking this tonight. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you drink the whole, the whole ground? Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Hell yeah. Ay. I ain't no That's pussy. Gnarly. That, that is a bad stout. Well, all stouts are bad. Oh. But, oh. Oh. Got him. All right, my, uh, my BFF India Pale Ale. This is a good beer. It's solid. Um, I... I'd recommend it. I mean, it's 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 a little bit malty, a little bit syrupy, but not overpowering by any means. Not nearly as good as a mirror pond. Um, but uh, no, it's just a good IPA. It goes down real smooth. Not super bitter, not super carbonated or anything like that. It doesn't give me a bunch of burps. But that's um, no, pretty solid. I, I would give this a, a solid two out of three. Uh, I would go back to it, but I would rather drink something else from both of those breweries. Um, like delicious IPA, maybe a hazy, or maybe uh, fucking I forgot some of the other pizza port names, but yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. BFF India Pale Ale from uh, the collaboration between Pizza Port Brewing and Stone Brewery, and our boy Raul left a left a review on this one. There you go. <clears throat> uh, just a month ago, August 9th of this year, twenty twenty two. This is what Raul says. I don't know California stuff. That's what the beer is. Mickey lighting up his favorite strain of Kush, an Orange County housewife taking her Zoloft and her favorite cold-pressed juice, and a dude in a Land Rover not using his turn signal as he's on his way to pick up his Viagra prescription. Just like that stuff is prime SoCal, so is this offering from Pizza Port and Stone. It's ripe, it's tropical, and it's clean. It's pure West Coast. Beautiful sunshine and lighting up a J is not a crime. California love, baby. This is nothing but California love. Okay, so That was know- a good one. So we know Raul is not from Orange County, okay? We we now know that for sure because that's how people view Orange County who don't live in Orange County. No, I, he lives in Orange County. No, he does not. He because there was nothing, there was nothing like facetious about it. This is this is somebody who watched the TV show Orange County or who watches Desperate Housewives and thinks all of Orange County is like that. So no. Oh, you mean I the Real Housewives? What I say? 
You said Desperate Housewives. The fuck is the difference? Desperate Housewives was that 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 show on ABC. The uh, one with Terry Hatcher. Ava, Ava Longoria, Ava Longoria yeah. who, who yeah. was a nobody until Tony Parker fucking blew her up. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> but yeah, Raul's not from Orange County. I I I bet money. I bet good money. Raul's no. not from Orange County. No, because he's referenced things in Orange County before. Stuff that that only you know, you wouldn't know just from watching TV shows about Orange County. I don't think so. I I think he's from LA. I think he's from LA County. I think he's from like North LA County too. I think he's I think he's pretty far. Why? Or, because he played for the Dodgers. Well, yeah, obviously why? he plays for the Dodgers, <laughs> and he's in prison right now. Or I think he's from from San Diego. San Diego maybe, San Diego. but I don't know, man. I think he's I think he, I think he's South OC. I see him as South OC. No way. He like San Clemente, know. Mission Viejo. Yeah, no, I do. I this, do. No, 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 no. Nobody, nobody from San Clemente can can help but be a pretentious snob about Pizza Port. There's just no way. And, <laughs> and no, 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 no. Oh man. Well, once again, this has be turned into a geography podcast. So, um, so let's move on. Let's move on to uh, vinyl stuff, stuff we listened to, stuff we picked up, and uh, that'll lead into our songs of the week. So what do you got, Jeff? Okay. Go. Okay. I'll follow okay. along. Okay. Um, what did I start with? Are, are, do, do you want to follow along by song, or should I just... I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do the... Do whatever you want to do. This is this is your pod, obviously. So so again, I made a little playlist for, for Baby Boy to listen to. Um, one of these on here is a purge, and that's so the... Disrespectful. The, the mini Ripperton one. The loving you. And, oh, I thought it was uh, going to be simple creatures. Come on, don't be silly, boy. So, so oh, this okay. this song, like everybody knows this song, right? But like, when was the last time you actually listened to this song? <laughs> it, when it when it started out, I'm like, dude, this song fucking sucks. And then it got to the chorus, and then I was like, I everyone knows this. I immediately knew what the song was, and then I shut it off halfway through. I'm like, I can't listen to this anymore. You're crazy, this dude. This is, so this is a <laughs> song from her '74 album, Perfect Angel. Which was her second album? Yeah, uh, she she sang backup vocals for just a ton of like major players through her connection with uh, Chess Records. So mm-hmm. she was just hooked up with all of these guys from like the fifties and sixties. So she was singing for a while, but um, God damn, dude, her voice is on fucking real. She has an amazing voice, and this album is pretty damn good. I think this song is pretty phenomenal, and I just never realized how how unique her voice was because again. Like, I know this song, and if I ever hear somebody say, like, loving you, like, I'll sing it. But the last time I listened to this song was probably almost honestly never on my own. It probably had yeah. to have been on the radio or something. Or but a this, movie. It's been in, like, a bunch of movies. It's like, but damn, from what dude, I imagine. She's got a phenomenal voice. You're crazy for turning it off. I, it's insanity to me. It's good. I just didn't like the song. I like somebody's voice and not like the song. Oh, no. Even, even, no. This is, but this is, this is better than that you can listen to a bad song with a good voice or vice versa this is not just a good voice or a great voice this is one of the best this is just oh, real stuff what do you mean come on who else does this come on come on dude. i'll fucking snap my simple creatures record in half you tell me how who else sings like this i mean i can't i don't know who yeah, sings exactly like oh, this it's fucking, I, if i knew somebody i would definitely say so so you would but break you your don't fucking know record somebody. but you don't know somebody do you know why you don't know somebody is because i'm sure there are people out there but every time there is somebody out there that you listen to you turn it off halfway through hey that song wasn't that good <sighs> that's just, had to do it that's to just him. stupid that's just dumb i mean had i did to do it to this him. album but it, yeah, exactly get the fuck out of here it's not good that's just stupid 
But uh, I don't know. She had, she had a really interesting life, right? She died super, super young. She died at 31 after getting uh, diagnosed with breast cancer. She was one of the first oh, celebrities to come out and, and, and kind of publicize her, her, her cancer. But she never kind of like told everybody how sick she actually was. And uh, just slowly like deteriorated as people with cancer tend to do. And yeah. it's kind of sad because her last album came out after she died and it was unfinished. And so her husband was kind of like trying to like pick up the pieces and like do this album and he couldn't just do it on his own. So just like a fucking slew of musicians came out of the woodwork who, who respected her, loved her singing, loved, loved her voice. Like Michael Jackson, uh, Steve Wonder, just a bunch of people were on this last album. It's not supposed to be very mm-hmm. good, but it's supposed to be like his like final goodbye to his, his wife. That's kind of okay. sad. That is really sad. And she's very uh, sad. she's she's the mom of what's that girl's name from uh, fucking the girl Wedding Crashers. What's what's the bridesmaids? Uh, my Rudolph. Oh really? Yeah. No her, way. That's her mom. Yeah. No shit. Crazy. Wow. Crazy. Huh, that is pretty wild. I would have never guessed. But it's a good song. All so right. You can fuck off to hell. The next thing I have here is uh, is your boys, your boys from so Simple Creatures. <laughs> your, your boys from Simple Creatures. I don't know why you don't like this, but uh, that's uh, this song is so stupid. They're did bad. You, this did you listen sucks. to it again though? The whole song. I listened to the whole song again, and I realized, wow, I I really hate this group. This song sucks, man. They're terrible. I thought about putting this song on. So this, the one I chose is special. This is from their, their 2019 album, EP thing. Everything's yeah. Opposite. And and it was this one or, th- or Thanks I Hate It, but I know you uh, hate Thanks that I one's, Hate It so That one's much. even worse. So I tried to get you with like this one, but uh, apparently it didn't no. work. I like this. It's too bouncy and bad pop. It's fucking it's, it's, awful. It's goofy, like, it's goofy pop stuff. So there's solid melodies here. You can't deny there's some solid melodies here. Hmm? <sighs> hmm? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, you know, know what? No, 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 uh, no. It's bad. It's stupid. It sounds awful. It, it's, it's embarrassing. This, this does. It's it, embarrassing. That's what it. That's this, what this, this is. accomplishes. What it, what it, what it sets out to do. It's goofy presentation. It's short, and it's just, it's just stupid pop songs sung by two guys that probably shouldn't be doing pop songs anymore. One of yeah, them should never. They're, they're fucking fifty. Songs, but Mark was. 50. Well, yeah. Hey, Mark's fifty what? now. Alex is younger than we are. Is he really? No. Yeah. By a couple of years. But yeah, he's younger than us. Really? Okay. Well, still, he's too old to, to do anything like this because he sucks. And his I band say, sucks. All time low sucks. I will God, God damn, son. That's true. They do suck. They're a shit with band. The negativity here. I just don't. I I'm don't. just telling the truth. I'm not trying to be cynical. Oh, my God. It's cynical feeling when I throw my hands <laughs> up. <laughs> This, this, this spins at forty five, and I will, I will say, dude, this sounds, this, this record sounds fucking fantastic. It, is, it does sound really, really good. So I'll leave it at that. Oh, uh, okay. I'm, well, as long as you enjoy it and and you don't feel like you wasted your money, that's fine. Twelve bucks. That's twelve dollars I ever spent. Did it? Did I get this for you at Glass House, or did you find it out there? Was that Grace? Was it okay? Dude, I, it's I like thought I saw it. Fucking two hot readies. Come on, it's easy. Nothing. Oh god. The next thing I have here is is is, is propaganda, propaganda, victory Propaganda. lap. Their seventh album, two thousand seventeen. Uh, these are the Canadian punkers who are very vocal about various political hot topics, both in song and interviews and, and stuff like that. 
This album's mm-hmm. a, a little. This album kind of takes like a little bit of a, a less aggressive approach, as they normally do. Like usually, it's just it's just hard hitting, just fucking two minute song after two minute song, just fast pace, hardcore punk. But this one kind of throws out some more like instrumental melodies, with the singing sort of taking yeah. like a backseat sometimes. I think it's still really damn good. I I think this band's fantastic. I love them, and it comes on this cool like clear vinyl that I liked a lot. All right. I, I like this song a lot. I don't. I've never really listened to it. A lot of propaganda, but the song was good. I've brought in two really propaganda songs to the pod, and you really enjoyed both of them. And I, just I know. don't understand why you don't just listen to an album. We both do that, though. You know, we'll hear songs from each other, but we never. We like them, but we never dive deeper into them. That's that's really what this this segment, this now segment, is is trying is what I'm trying to do with it, is because <laughs> when I, when I bring these things to the pod, and you're like, oh, that sounds cool, I should listen to that. But like you're trying you, to trick you, me. That's what you're you doing. You never will because you just, not like time concerns or anything. You just, life goes on. Who cares? But if I get you to listen to these songs, you actually find something that's like mind blowing, then our listeners will be more likely to listen to it if both of us really love it. But if you half ass it, then our listeners are going to quarter ass it. I, I'm not half assing it. I listen to all these songs. You you're just referring to before. You half ass loving you, right? You'll listen to half of it. That's well, I did because that song wasn't that good. Half ass. But it's fine to half-ass it if it's not good. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to our one fan, two fans, which is us. <laughs> so the next, the next one here is is Killer Mike's <laughs> rap music. This is great uh, album. This is fifth album, 2012. This was produced entirely by LP, so it's it's kind of like an RTJ album. It's a double yeah. LP, which the second album is just the instrumentals, which like usually I don't ever play. I'll, I'll maybe do like half of it once. And then just yeah. never do it again because yeah. I just don't care. Um, but but I would buy the instrumentals to this album on their own. I think they're so fucking boss. It is so good. It is some really good, like like, kind of hip hoppy Daft Punk stuff. Like it was unreal. Yeah, I could. Yeah, and I true. just I've never realized just how how great LP can throw together a song, just because like RTJ is so good. Like like you don't sit down and listen to the instrumental parts, right? So I mean, uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. Like this was this was fucking great, and like Killer Mike's no joke here. He brings the heat. his first track on the album features three other artists, right? That's a gutsy move to not have <laughs> it is. not have your first track just you, like that's ballsy. That's cool. Yeah, oh, he's Man. the best. He's I'll tell you best. on this album in particular. This is this is these are some of the best instrumentals LP has ever thrown down. Best things I've ever heard from him do anything, and that's. I'm gonna have to dive into that again because I have the same version as you. I have the instrumentals on the second LP, so maybe I'll do that too. And it's just, man, it's you can just hear like the nuance in the samples and in production, just as much you can hear the feeling in the vocal rap delivery. So LP is is propping up Killer Mike's parts, and like we talked about this with RTJ constantly. With LP's not the greatest rapper, but. Killer Mike just wouldn't be as great if it wasn't for LP, and that's yeah, they need each other. Proves it. I'm telling you, man, LP is a top five producer for me. I I put him in my top five like rap producers of all time. He's there. I don't even care. That's fair. That's totally fair. Doing it, doing it. He is definitely up there. I mean, sonically, what he does with these records is is absolutely amazing. Sonically, sample wise, um, just everything about it. It's he's he's phenomenal. That's why RTJ's one of the best if not the best man i mean the only people i can think that that's just like are untouchable as far as like dre's the greatest rap producer of all time that's just yeah get, yeah you kind of can't argue that kanye is another top Kanye's, top one kanye's for sure top two top three rizza 
Rick Rubin, I'd put up there too. I'd put, yeah. Oh, I'd Rick Rubin. Rick yeah, Rubin you have to. The top. But I, I, I would maybe besides like like Jay Dilla, I'd put LP in the top five. I would. Yeah. I would, I would put I would put LP above Jay Dilla. I, I would. Timlin's up there, right? Fantastic producer. Yeah. I don't know if I, I would break him as as top five. Oh, dude, he does uh, fantastic I, I stuff production. He does, but he does a lot of pop stuff. I think he's best known for his pop stuff, not his hip hop stuff or rap stuff. It's it's all the same thing, really. It's Honestly, you might make fun of me, but Little Wayne, I'm not Little Wayne, um, Little John. As cheesy and kind of dumb as his songs are, dude, the guy can can make a fucking great song, great catchy song. I don't, I don't, I mean, I I've never like dove too hard into like that that crunk style of southern rap. I don't know if he's the producer of all of his albums. Or, I'm pretty or, positive he is. I mean, if he is, then he really defined a, a, a genre on his own. But that's a, a short-lived genre that, that is stuck in time. Whereas yeah. these other producers are have They're more decades, timeless, for sure. Right? Like, decade-spanning careers. You're right. But you're right. I put, I put LP there. I mean, when you think about... Also, when you think about Little John, the bit... I, I mean, I don't know a ton about him, but all of the songs that he's been on are very... I like it because they're very stripped down. There's not a lot there to like fill in the space. There's a lot of emptiness and silence in his songs, and I I love that. He he doesn't throw in a shit ton of samples, but it's just I, they're fucking great songs. I mean, he doesn't have he he. I don't think he has a lot of his own albums. I think he's always he's always with he like produces for boys, a lot. Yeah, right. I think just him on his own. I think he only has like maybe two, maybe three albums, and I, I can't imagine right. him being like the producer of it. I, I could see him being the producer, but I think that's why he only has two. Because I don't think he maybe he doesn't write the best of songs. I don't know. But with the I, East I, Side I Boys, though, I could, I could I could see him doing everything with the East Side Boys. But again, that's <laughs> we're, we're talking a, a, a genre of hip hop that is that is stuck in the early two thousands around that yeah. time period. That's very true, but still great. It's fan, yeah. So there's some good stuff. Not not all of it's great, but there's some good stuff. Still, still great. But this is a fantastic album. So yeah, you, y'all should buy it. Mm-hmm. It's it's cool green variant that matches the cover art super well. And uh, I'm telling you, man, that that instrumentals. I will never now. I will never skip the instrumentals at, at least to this album. And and I would listen <laughs> to them back to back because it was it was good. It was better than a lot of like like, like the electronic music I have. It kind of made me go through my electronic section like, wow, this is just LP did it better than you, <laughs> dude. Like you're gone, purged. <laughs> that was fun. Um, yeah, Flaming Lips, Yoshimi Battle oh, oh, Robots. What? Go. Wait, wait. I looked it up real quick. Little John only has one album from 2010 called Crunk Rock, <laughs> and then he he has five collaborate collaborative albums, all of them with the East Side Boys. What? From going from 1997 until 2004. So, so he five didn't albums. Anything by himself until after just the, the one. Boys. Yeah, until after East Side Boys. Yeah. Wow. Right, so continue. Turn down for what? Oh, that song is so fucking good. Oh right, no, remember that song did, is amazing. Yeah, too. Remember, yeah, with Usher. Yeah, with Usher. That's Fuck an. Yeah. I mean, that's a timeless song right there. Yeah. It is. That, Come that, on. That, yeah, but no, I love that song. That had to have been like an early two thousands song. Uh, no, it was like two thousand nine, two thousand eight. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I see like yeah, 2003. Was, Look it up. No, like, no, 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 no. Let's see. No way. Yeah, sure. it was like 2000. I think it was that like was high oh, school. That was high school. It was? No. That was fucking high school. Yeah. They played that shit at dances. 
Yeah, 2004. January 2004 was when it came out. Shit, yeah, we were juniors. Juniors in high school. Turned out for what? Now that's an older song. Oh, not an older, an older, uh, more recent song, I mean. Yeah, more recent song, yeah. Turn down for what? Let's see here. Killer song. <laughs> it really is. Uh, 2013. Late 2013. That's much later. Fuck. Anyway, yeah, great songs. Okay, c- continue. Continue. <laughs> Little John's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the shot song from LMFAO. Oh my god, that song! Oh my god, talk about getting pumped up. That song is unreal. That that song is 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 one hundred percent stuck in nostalgia. <laughs> that is, that's all all I think of it. I mean, that, it, probably everybody who heard that song, right? That's all we yeah. think about is just getting way too Ben's drinking. <laughs> and then when he, all the music he, stops and he and he screams, everybody, yeah, everybody. Oh my god, dude! What a fucking! I wonder character. there's like a hardcore f- version of that where that part. Like, Everybody, no, that that would be cool. That's what I'm listening to. <laughs> I'm looking. I don't it know up. if it would I'm be that the, cool. I'll put that in my notes. Things to look up later. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hardcore <laughs> version. A hardcore of, of that shots. version. A hardcore of that hardcore version of that song would be something that would show up on the Catatonic Youths page. <laughs> that's true there was a song the other day that wasn't a bad song and even the common people are like dude it's not that bad of a song it's pretty good what song was it i can't remember what it was but it wasn't oh it was this girl and they were playing like like hardcore music and they're running through through like a, a, a parking structure and it was it was like somebody being chased by this girl and a gang of people behind her and she mm-hmm. was just like sprinting towards the camera as the camera like backpedaled and the song was like hardcore and then they would like every floor they would stop and like do a breakdown and then she kind of like do like the slam dancing and it was pretty good it was a pretty good song and it was I a pretty good video i don't remember that one <laughs> i don't remember Cat that one at all love that page love that page hardcore version of shots i need to look that up buckle up it's probably going to be real bad oh for sure i just want to i just want to hear how they do that everybody part cuz it can be really cool <laughs> no yes you can't yes. you can't get wow. anywhere as good as the little john little john part no of course i don't know i don't know you never know you never know you never know all right so know. what else you got uh, yoshimi battles the pink robots so the last time i had i had um i think when you, you were confused i had at war with the mystics that was mm. the album right after this was 2002 yeah maybe that's what i'm thinking of at war with mystics was 2005 or six or something yeah i think it's six right after this one but this is uh, this is Yoshimi Battles of Pink Robots. I got this at Grace. I saw it on their site, and I I went there. I got there a little bit late, so I was kind of scared. I was like, "Oh, somebody's gonna pick that up for sure." Because you don't ever see this. Yeah, well, I've never seen this it album. And, wild. and they just repressed it too, like in the past couple weeks, because we got some copies in it at the record store, and they sold out like super quick. Um, but it was like it was like fourteen dollars. I was like, "Oh my god, this is a fucking steal." Fourteen dollars? Yeah. Gatefold. What the fucking, fuck? VG Plus sounds fantastic. Um, great deal. But anyway, this is their 10th album, 2002. And this is like essentially their attempt at a corp- incorporating hip hop, pop, and like all their own unique, quirky sounds into something that would actually sound like a man fighting like an AI or robots. So, so there is like a contrast in the music itself, not just like the concept. And it's a loose concept. The first like four or five songs are a concept. And people think the entire album is, 
but like Wayne has said that no, it's not a concept album. But what does he fucking know? He doesn't know anything. Um, <laughs> but there's like there's a lot of there's a lot of really cool hip hop beats here, and and they clash well with the softer, somber instrumentals, and especially like Wayne Cons Coins vocals, were a lot of a lot of a lot of slower, drawn out stuff, right? Like the Do You Realize mm-hmm. song, mixed with like hip hop beats, and it's. It's cool. There's a lot of diversity in this album, and these these songs are just fucking unreal for the most part. This is such a killer album. This was my so like my song choice was "Do You Realize," which is my introduction to this band through camp. Yeah. When this album dropped, we uh, we did like a whole thing at camp of of "Do You Realize," and that was the theme for the week. And it was like "Do You Realize," and we kind of incorporated a lot of the things from this album into the camp morals that because you know we, it was a Christian camp. Even though we weren't like Christian, it was still funded by the yeah. YMCA, so we still had to kind of sort of teach Christian things. Do Bible stuffs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was that was it. And like we play guitar in it and it's it's uh it's a cool song. It's got kind of a sad message at, at parts, but fuck man, this album is this album's a banger and like we gotta do Flaming Lips very soon because 'cause I'm pumped. Pumped I haven't I don't think I've listened to Shimi since probably at War with the Mystics, Mystics came out, so yeah, like 2006. I really don't think I've listened to it since then. I'm telling I don't you, know put why. this on. I you don't put know this why. on, like if you just got like a like an hour to kill, you put it on, listen to it front to back. It's, so it's what a, is it actually like an hour and a half? No. You, you and Skip tried to do this to me with the Killers album, and I ended up having yeah, well, to waste 55 I minutes. No, you're not gonna like it, and so I had to, I had to downplay it. This I know you'll like, so I don't need to downplay it. All right. I, I just looked. They put out their first album in 1985. Oh, that wow. shit's crazy. I had no idea that they were around that, that for that long. Yeah, they have two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen albums. Damn. Yeah, that's a long time. That's a lot of fucking albums. Yeah, Yoshimi, I think, is like their tenth record. It looks like. Yeah, 2002. Wow. I said that. That's fine. You're not listening. Yeah, but you didn't say. You didn't say. Would you say it was tenth record? Oh. I did. That's okay. Oh, okay. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. This is like um Chumbawamba fucking around since the mid eighties and put out twenty fucking records, however many they did. Forgot we did that. Forgot that we did it all too. Yeah, we did all the records. That was that was an interesting one for sure. But uh anyway, what else you got? Yeah, no, that's it. That's it, except for my 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 song of the week. This one comes again from Waylon Jennings, his his album Honky Tonk Heroes, and I just chose I chose the title track. Honky Tonk Heroes. Honky Tonk Heroes. What do you think about this? What do you think? What do you got? It's very honky tonk sounding country music. It's good. It's good country music, but I don't know how often I would go back to this song at least. Does the entire album sound like this? Besides besides Johnny Cash, I just don't think you like country. I mean, that's that's what it boils down to. I mean, I like Buck Owens a lot. You like that one album by Buck Owens, yes. I, like I have a couple other albums, tail. too. But I, like, realistically, I just, you, you just it's not for everybody. Like, it's I'm not huge on country, but you I... Don't like, you don't like it. I just I, don't like, I, like country music. <laughs> I don't like late country music. I like early... like three. I know, but I just... It's fun. This This music is fun. It's a lot of fun to listen to. But the replayability of it, I don't... I don't know. There this wasn't enough... This is his most popular album. This is like what Wait. drove... This is what drove, like the outlaw subgenre, to to the masses because it, it it kind of like helped revitalize the honky tonk sound of Nashville because it added like rock and roll to it, 
And mm-hmm. this is not like my favorite of the of his, but like this is this is fucking good. This is fan fucking. It was drastic. good. Yeah, like, absolutely was good. Front to back is unbelievable. I love it. But I do like country a lot. And from fifty to like seventy is just solid, solid country stuff. So you really can't go wrong. I know. I I I don't disagree with you. I think it's you you do great music. You just said that you do not like country music because <laughs> you only like Johnny Cash. That's what you just said. <laughs> And you're just you're just talking right now. You're and just Nick talking. Thirteen, you like Nick Thirteen's fucking boring. Hey, that's a great that's a great Christ. country record. Great country record. Oh, in the orchard. <laughs> <laughs> this song was at a Tiger Army song. I don't even know. <laughs> in the orchard, and that's Tiger Army. But he uh, he he redid a he did a country version of it on his solo record. Ah, so you were close. You were close. Right. That was half right. All right. So here's a little bit of Honky Tonk Heroes from the Waylon Jennings. Low down leaving sun Done did everything that needs done Woe is me Why can't I see I'd best be leaving well enough alone Them neon lighting nights Couldn't stay out of fights Keep a haunting me in memories Well there's one in every crowd For crying out loud why was it always turning out to be me? Where does it go? The good Lord only knows Seems like it was just the other day I was down at Green Gables Hawking them tables And generally blowing all my hard-earned pay Piano rolled blues Danced holes in my shoes There weren't another other way to be Oh, lovable losers, no account losers, and honky-tonk heroes like me. Hey, hey. There you go, Honky Tonk Heroes from Waylon Jennings. So maybe, maybe my, I, I don't want to say my issue with the song, but maybe what I'm looking for is like more of a twangy sound, more okay. of like a, like a, uh, just like a grittier sounding song. Cause that was a really clean sounding song that the drums sounded very crisp and very nice. They didn't sound in, like they were in the background and secondary to everything else. Yeah, I don't know. No, that, that's that's, that's the point of this. The honky tonk music of Nashville is cleaner like this. It's not, it's not that that bar fighting. It's like it, it, it's Chet Atkins stuff, right? Like Chet Atkins was the fucking clean, clean producer, and so this yeah. is the first time. Not the first but not time, this but clean. Chet Atkins, dude. Chet Atkins is nothing but was clean. he? Oh, no, he wasn't nothing this clean. clean. Yes, he was. That, that's a silly boy talk. Yes, Chet Atkins was very, very clean. This is one of the oh, first times okay. that that Willing wasn't working with Chet Atkins, and he was with uh, he's with RCA, and Willie Nelson had just left RCA to go to Atlantic because of of, of a shitty contract, and so to not lose Waylon Jennings because they were like BFFs, and Willie Nelson's like, hey, come to Atlantic, we'll let you do whatever the fuck you want. RCA was like, okay, no, no, leave, don't leave, you can do whatever you want, 
And so then he <laughs> he did this. He did this. He said, I want to produce all these myself. I want to bring in my own team. I want to do it all. I want to have my hand in it. And I want you to back the fuck away. And they did. And and honestly, this isn't this isn't like his 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 early stuff, but not his early clean stuff. Because he went through like a, a clean country phase and like the gritty outlaw country phase. And then this is beginning of like the end of like the outlaw country phase. And so he's there's a lot of nuance to this, and we've never heard Will and Jennings do this before. As far as as far as like production is, is concerned, this is the best thing Willie Waylon Jennings has done up until this point. This is the most complex thing Waylon Jennings has done up until this point. So I think I think it's hard to like convince you that this is not what his sound is because you haven't kind of like like experienced him throughout the decades. This is true, true. This is this is 1973, but this is his like fucking 20th album, right? So so he's done so much beforehand. So in order to get like a good feeling of what he did to get up to this point, you have to listen to it a lot more rather than me like cherry picking stuff for you to listen to. So don't don't think that he's just this clean country boy doing like fucking Carrie Underwood stuff because like that's not what this album is about at all. This is <laughs> this is this is him blending a lot of different different country elements like i said like the honky talk of nashville he's playing rock and roll now he's still kind of like developing that outlaw sub call that sub genre there's a lot of things going on in this and it's a fucking killer record okay i'll take your word for it for right now i i'm definitely interested in hearing more of this earlier grittier stuff because like i said that's the stuff i like that's the stuff i enjoy but it doesn't make but it good it's just it's it's also so one it's just what i prefer it's, it's just so like oh I'll get out of here. You like that shit too. I guess, like, I I like hearing the development of of artists more so than I just like one pinpoint one album. Like, this is all I like. This sound, that's it, nothing else. I like hearing him go from clean cut and then having an alcohol problem to where we now see the development of the iconic beard just because he was in the hospital. Willie Nelson was like, hey, you look cool with that beard. You should keep it. Okay. And now he's like this whole fucking different persona. Then gets gritty and dirty, and nasty, and then go, kind of goes back to clean. It's, I, I like that development. I think this guy is very interesting. I think his musical career is crazy interesting, and uh, we should do this album. I'm down. I'm always down. Always down to do good well, music. Not, you said if it's not Nick Thirteen, then you don't want to listen to it because <laughs> the only country that exists in this world is Nick Thirteen. So that's that's, nah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. In the autumn. <laughs> I think I did play that, that song actually on my, on my country plays. I'm going to look at it right now. Of course you did, because it's a good fucking song, you idiot. Let's God see. damn. Oh, yeah, it is a fucking good song. Yeah, I told it is a good song. I know you did, you fucking cuck. Jesus and I did, the, uh, I did the Nick 13 version, too. I, no, I did Cupid's Victim 2021, and then the Tiger Army version of In the Orchard. Oh, okay. I I, I think the Nick 13's In the Orchard is better than the Tiger Army version. Both great, though. Both great. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, so does, is that all you got for the vinyls? <laughs> I, also got, I also got Boot Scoot and Boogie on my country. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God, dude. I fucking hate that song. <laughs> dude, nobody hates just, that song. That song's so I funny. I hate that song. And I'm singing it in my head right now. And, Boot uh, Scoot and Boogie. Yeah, it's so obnoxious. What a fucking annoying song. God. Damn. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, so for me, I uh, I went to the record store this week. I only ended up picking up one thing because fucking shit, dude. It's expensive here, and it's really annoying. 
there were other couple records I would have bought if they were five ten dollars cheaper even, but uh, everything is expensive. Used records. I went through. I scoured through the dollar bin, through the five dollar bin records, and the it's all just trash or stuff I already had. So <laughs> it sucks. It really sucks out here, man. <laughs> you got it so imagine. fucking good in Arizona. You got it so fucking good. So. Yeah, I and the only reason for that for that Kendrick Lamar album, but you're saying it's fifty bucks over there. That's just fucking yeah, stupid. You can buy it on Amazon for forty five or forty four. I I know, I know. It doesn't make any sense. And like, because there was these two Nicki Minaj records, I'm like, oh, I'd get these if these. They feel like they were like thirty bucks, thirty five. I'd get them. Nah, they're fifty, fifty five dollars. Who would pay thirty five dollars for Nicki Minaj? I would. That's just the, that's just silly. The mixtape, the the beam me up Scotty mixtape. That, that's a good. It's a good. Um, it's a good record. Her effect has wore off on me. I'm over it. <laughs> okay, that's the, fine. The, po- the potion is gone. I passed. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so yeah, I, I went to White Rabbit this week. Haven't been for a while. I talked with Tracy, the guy who pretty much, he doesn't own the store, but fuck, man, he's there almost every day. And for a long time, I thought he did own the store, but he doesn't. We talked for like fucking hour and a half, just shooting the shit. And yeah, and he was telling me some things. Oh, maybe I shouldn't talk about it on the pod. But he was just telling me things about the 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 guy who bought the Port of Sound stash because oh, we were yeah. talking about Port of Sound and everything. So, but I'll tell you off the off the pod because I don't know if it's like if it's like a known thing. Um, but it's not like anything bad. I just don't know if it's a known thing or not. But uh, but yeah, no, it was it was a good time, a good time hanging out. But yeah, I only walked out with one record, and that is Slipknot's fourth record called all hope is gone this came out in 2009 this is the last record to feature the classic lineup of the band the last one to feature joey jordison on drums and paul gray on bass before paul had died like a year after the two years after this album came out and um yeah this is this is this is the last slipknot record i needed to complete my collection so now my slipknot is complete until the new record comes out in a few weeks but which I have it pre-ordered. Wow. So, yeah, I'm I'm good. I have everything from Mate, Feed, Kill, Repeat through um, We Are Not Your Kind, the last record they put out. So, I'm good. I'm totally good. And this this one, this is a repress um, that came out just a couple weeks ago. It literally just came out. It's a nice orange variant. It looks super cool. The only thing is it doesn't match the cover or the artwork at all. It, like, the artwork is all blue and green and black and stuff, but there's no orange on the cover, so I don't know why they decided to press this in orange. But whatever, I have the record. Like, what this is like all their other repressings of, of as of late that have nothing to do with the cover. Yeah, that bright yellow for the self-titled, the highlighter yellow. Yeah, <laughs> it just ugly. doesn't make any fucking sense. But whatever, whatever. I'm just glad I have all their records now, and I'm totally stoked and totally happy about it. So, uh, yeah, all hope is gone. This is uh, this is also considered by the band. This is their least favorite record. Uh, I feel like the only, from everything I've ever read about this record when it came out as well, the only person that ever really liked this record was Joey Jordison. And Joey had always said before he died, he had always said this was what this is everything he wanted Slipknot to be. This is his favorite record. This is the record he's the most proud of, which is quite the statement because it's not. Um, but I wouldn't say it's the worst, but I don't know. It's just it was a weird record. And, and none of the guys in the band really have anything positive to say about it. And you could tell too after 
the record that came out after this, after Joey and Paul were not in the band anymore, you could see the the stylistic change from the two records because Paul and Joey were like the primary songwriters for the band for their first four records, or really five if you count their demo. Um, and then after those two were gone, you know, it was up to Corey and and mainly Jim, the guitar player. And there's a just a wild, wild change between the songwriting, but not in a bad way, just very, very different. And it sucks that Joey never got to record more, write more with the band for whatever reason, because nobody really knows why he got fired from the band. So uh, let's go with... Dead Memories? No, 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 no. Definitely not that song. It's Cold Black? Do you like that song too? Yeah. I mean, it's a good song, but I'm surprised. Um, no, let's go with a Gematria. A Gematria? I don't know how to pronounce this the, that word, but Gematria, the killing name. This is really the, the opener of the whole album. So here it is from the Slipknots. There you go, Slipknot, and their song Gematria, Gematria, the killing name. Have you heard this record really? Besides, when we did the album rankings a long time ago, there was a time. I don't remember what we were doing, but there was a time when like you really, really got on me for liking Dead Memories. Oh yeah. And then I was like, I wonder if that song is like if I really do like that song. And so I, I went back and listened <laughs> to Dead Memories. Still liked it. <laughs> And then I also had this cold black. I was like, well, I don't remember that song really. I listened to that, liked it. I was like, yeah, I wonder if this album is good. So this is probably like, I think you really got on me last time. Not last, like two two or three times you were out here beforehand. So uh, maybe like a year ago. Yeah, I, that even, sounds about right, yeah. Because I mean, I was getting on you really bad for Dead Memories because that's just, that's just stupid. <laughs> I fucking love it's like it's like it's like heart stops it's like heart stops by afi oh that song was such a banger too oh and you know what i was okay so real quick too to interject or to interrupt you 
when I was listening to this record, when I was listening to this record this week, Dead Memories came on and it made me think you really like the song Duality too. And it doesn't make sense as to why you would like that song because it's it's like one of the most pop songs they've ever put out. It's heavy, yeah, but it's still very kind of cheesy and has kind of dumb moments in it, but it's still great. Again, but like... I can't you believe think, you like you that think song that too. I love Duality so much. Duality is like not even like a top five or ten favorite Slipknot song of mine. Uh, you always talk about it though. I don't. Like you always talk about how I always talk about. It. I'm looking at my playlist. It's not even on my fucking playlist. <laughs> yeah, it's not even here. Like hmm. Weed and Bleed is a vastly superior song to Duality. Duality is. Oh yeah, is, totally. The only part of duality I like is that he says he's pushing his fingers into his eyes, and then it goes into the worst fucking vocal part. Yeah, it's very cheesy. But like legit, last time we talked about duality, it's it's you thinking I love it so much. I really don't care for that song that much. I, I, I honestly, it's not play. Okay, well, I, it's not playlisted here. You do you know my favorite Slipknot song? Like, it's the only song I talk about constantly. What is it? Is it? It literally never gonna it, tell you again. Literally, literally, never going to tell you again. Is it Eyeless? <laughs> is it Eyeless? No. When I tell you what it is, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. But I'm not going to tell you what it is because you don't listen and that's fine. Is it People Equal Shit? I'm, you can guess. I'm still not going to say yes right now. Why don't you just fucking tell me? Uh, I don't know because. Because you're being a little bitch about because it. Because it doesn't make a Been difference. Because you're going to forget like in a week anyway. The next I won't forget. I never like, forget. Like, you fucking love duality. It's like, oh, here we go again. Change the record, Jimmy. <laughs> what the fuck song is it? I want to know. I need to know. Well, I guess you'll never know. Heretic Anthem? Hmm? I can keep guessing. Even if you guess it right, like, I'm not going to say yes or no. Oh, God. You're so I'll frustrating. I'll give you one more guess. It was none of those, <laughs> but I'll give you one more guess. This is it. Oh, you're so frustrating. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll, uh, I'll be there. I'll be there. Real quick. I'll oh, it's um. Oh fuck! What is I'll it? I'll give you three questions. Yes or no questions. Uh huh. And then you get one guess, and then it's gone forever. Three yes or no? Is it off of the self-titled record? Yes, kinda. Okay. Oh, it's Interloper. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, that's a cheating song, but that's okay. Oh, that song's so good. They they redid that, that song, song though. There's another song that sounds exactly like that song. I don't know what it yeah, is. I, know. I can't remember what it is, but it's only one. I actually listened to that song today and somebody was in there one? during that fuck that little dog part too, and I looked <laughs> up and they started giggling and I giggled and it was it was so funny. As soon as that camera's off, he's gonna fuck that little dog. We're not really, we know what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. All right. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. So but you like the song, right? song that yeah, I played? The song was okay. great. Yeah. Great song. Great album. Great band. Um, all right. So let's move on to some new music. Uh, a couple songs were released. What, what, what did you think about them? I think Sparta's released like five songs now from their new album that's coming out. And I really did want to go see him with, with the Get Up Kids, but I forgot. Did, did that, already, that really already passed? Yeah, that was last Friday. Shit. I think they played, did they play at Chain or Glasshouse? Or are they going to play at Chain or Glass House? I don't remember now. I don't know. They played out here, like, fucking 10 minutes from my house. I know. You should have fucking gone. Your two favorite bands. I know. Well, they were playing Four Minute Mile. If they were, if they were playing Something to Write Home About, fuck me, dude. I would have gone for sure. I guarantee you. But they are playing <laughs> Four Minute Mile, which is still great. I think you and David both liked Four Minute Mile more yeah. than Something to Write Home About. Still yeah, great a great album. Record. But I'm, uh, I don't know. It's fine. 
Yeah, so Sparta, yeah, they put out they put out Mind Over Matter, which was just a, it was fine. It was good. Nothing bad about it. Not worth playing or anything like that. But friend of the pod Dane from Dane and Dane and the Death Machine put out a new song or a cover of a Modest Mouse song called Satin in a Coffin. And uh I'm not very fam- I'm not familiar. I don't remember that Modest Mouse song. Do you remember this one? Album, I think that's from um, Good News for People Like Bad News. Oh, that's their not their newest record, but like from 2012, right? That's their float on record. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah that album was not good. I, I that that was fantastic. I love that album. Oh, but that's okay. That's wrong. So, what do you think of this cover? I forgot to listen to it. So oh, he's fucking that. guy. That's, it was. That's it was. Great. It sounds like. I mean, it sounds like what Dane sounds like on the, his last record that he put out. Like it's very much in that same vein. Um, which is fucking good because we fucking did a whole episode on that on that album and we fucking loved it. But uh, but no, it, this is good. It's it's obviously a lot heavier than what Modest Mouse was putting out at the time on that Float On record. Or what's it called again? Good news for people who love bad news. Yeah, that that album. But uh, I mean, I could we could always play. So, do you want to play it? I mean, we can always play Dane, right? Is it just like a, an assumption yeah, you, that that we have permission? Is that thing? Yeah, I, I think I don't think Dane cares if we play any of his songs. So here it is: uh, "Satin in a Coffin" from Dane and the Death Machine. <laughs> Satin in a Coffin from Dane and the Death Machine, cover of a, the Modest Mouse song. I, I, what? That, that song's cool. That's a cool song. That's a song that's very, I, I think that that one starts off with like a banjo, like a banjo tone. And then there's mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like slow cadence drum roll, like like a marching drum roll. Yeah. And then I don't remember and there's a all. lot of that, like during that part of uh, that, that, what the fuck was that chorus they were just singing? I don't know whatever he said. Where's where's uh where's dark? It's he. There's a lot of like vocal lettering. So there's like a, a chorus, a high part behind, 
the fuck's the oh, name? Okay. Isaac, Isaac's voice. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I really should have listened to the song, but I forgot. You should have, because I, I honestly think you, re- you, you, you're gonna really like it. It's kind. It really is a lot of what he was doing on his last record. That the the bass tone on it is super thick and just really cuts through nice. And there's like this this like just percussive tapping going on the through like most of the song. It just sounds really cool. It sounds really really good. It's a solid song. Maybe that percussive solid tapping color. is there to mimic that that drum roll that I was talking about. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Cool. I I don't know why I didn't go back and listen to the Modest Mouse version. But now, now I want to. But I'll do it later. I'll do it later. So yeah, Dane and and the Death Machine. He um, put out a new this new cover, and he's gonna be putting out a new record. I mean, he he told us like within the next few months. Uh, so hopefully that'll happen. And um, yeah, so stay tuned for that. We'll talk about that on the pod as well. So do we have anything else? I mean, there's no more music news or other music that I thought was relevant. I just hope so. there's a vinyl drop. All right. Well, uh, yes. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts or go to Spotify, really. Spotify is very important too. Give us five stars on there. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Um, Keep listening. Tell all your friends and, uh, you know, all the other stuff. Keep listening. And we're also going to be getting into brand new and their album Daisy. And we're going to rank all five of their records. So stay tuned for that. And that's it. That's all. Nick to relate.